for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Dun, 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 dun. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, March 12, 2013, and this is episode 74 of Attack of the Androids. Every week, right here, Tuesday night, attackoftheandroids.com. Check it out. I'm Matt Lee. Joining us, we got Ant Pruitt. What's up, Ant? What's going on, Mr. Lee? And we got Eric, maybe, <laughs> via Skype. Eric, what's up, Eric? Not much, Matt. Just count down the days to better internet. We're going to call you Eric, maybe? For this episode? Eric, maybe. That Eric sounds right. Maybe. You're like Quantum Eric. You're you're there, but you're also not there. And sometimes I'm you're not there. Schrodinger's Eric. Schrodinger's Eric. <laughs> All right. Uh, while we have you, you brought to our attention uh, a review on the Nexus 4 that we kind of wish Seth was here for because he always enjoys these these reviews. Yeah. This one, it's from M.G. Siegler. Who I'm pretty sure is Seth's favorite journalist ever. Seth is his uh, biggest fan. They're they are nemesis, as as one might say. So he MG is is notorious for not liking Android stuff at all. Sure. And he he uh, he finally wrote uh, his review of the Nexus Four. And I say finally because if you look in the URL. The, like what they actually use for the article is Nexus for review finally. <laughs> and <laughs> a little I mean, permalink joke for you from the editors. That's nice. Maybe. So here's the here are the first two sentences, and he even says that I'll, I'll, the first three. Why not? Let's why not? Crazy. Throw him a bone. It says this is the first Android device I would feel comfortable using on a regular basis. That doesn't mean I'm going to. Of course. Just be fine with it. <laughs> if I had to boil down my thoughts about the Nexus 4 into two sentences, those would be them. Hmm. So already you can tell that he's he's still a biased jackass who's <laughs> going to compare everything I mean, just a little to smug, Apple. Right? And, uh, Why but don't, I, <clears throat> doesn't a place as, such as the place he writes for, where is he right now? TechCrunch. Uh, Tech yeah, so doesn't a place like TechCrunch have enough people that it can give the Android devices for review to its Android people and its iOS devices to review f- to MG and call it good and then get a, a a better opinion on them? Or is that not how that works? Uh, I mean, they could. Um, I, this I, is I more fun. I like would be doing a disservice. Sure. This is way is more fun. Is budget? Yeah. I mean, maybe they don't have the budget for it at Big Old Tech Crunch. Really? It costs two hundred and ninety-nine dollars. <laughs> Wait, for the phone time. or for the inflated ego who's reviewing the phone? The, the who who's reviewing the phone? Yes. That's that's what I mean. The budget for that. Can we get that subsidized? <laughs> well, I mean, if if M. G. Siegler were making the decision, I'm sure he would just find like a homeless person or a poor person to do it, since that's what he thinks about. Hey, what do you think of this? What's a smartphone? Perfect. Yeah. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. 
Uh, but I, I will say that he does give props to um, he gives props to to uh, the Nexus Four. Uh, also, the charging orb. That uh, is pretty cool. The language isn't this what you're yeah. using for your daily? I'm using the Nexus Four for my daily. Yeah, and I I like it. I I don't know that I would. I don't know that I would call it like the absolute hundred percent best Android phone I've used because there's I mean there's pros and cons to it. Um, but I like it. It seems like he ignores all the really good implementations of, uh, you know, of an Android phone from last year, like the Galaxy S3, which I thought was superb. So as did um, Seth. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I was, up, I'm one of the cats that just never was in love with the Nexus Four because it had that LG moniker. Really, I thought you'd be you'd be in the same boat as me, and just the fact that Verizon doesn't carry it—that's pretty much what we're stuck with. Like that, you know. That's like it looks like a cool device, and the fact that it's LG. I mean, we gave them a bunch of crap about you know LG and life being good, but it it came out to be a pretty decent device from the looks and feel. I mean, the UI is one thing, but it, the physical phone just never. Never really said anything to me. You know? Maybe the Did X you, phone. Have you be held better. it in your hand yet? Have you Have you actually um, handled the a, a Nexus Four, Ant? I I have not. I have not. Okay, I was just curious because I will say that I was, I was surprised at how how good the build quality was when I got it because it was coming from LG. The only other LG phone I had ever used was the Optimus. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm like, hmm, I don't know if they can pull this one off. But it's a nice-feeling phone. Um, but I, I still think that, like, I like the glass back and stuff, but as far as how it feels in your hand, I still like the S3 or the Galaxy Nexus uh, better. Really? You like but the glass back? I... I like I like the look of the glass back. It makes me paranoid, though. Like, it freaks me out that I'm going to break this thing. What does that mean? Can I? I just need to. I just need to clarify, like, what that means. Like, I like the look of the back of my phone. Like, do you find yourself oogling at the back of your phone often? I'm usually looking at the front oh, of yeah. my phone. You know where the screen is. Well, that's just. Because you're an old fart and you don't, <laughs> you don't know how kids today use Get off phones. my lawn oh. with your back hey, of the phone, screen Phones display. are narcissistic too. They like to be looked at all over. No? Well, okay. <laughs> Proved me wrong yet again. <laughs> awesome. Uh, you mentioned the S3. Did you guys see this this hack? Uh, it's Is it really a hack? I feel like it's just a... It's like calling the Konami code a hack. Like that's it's not really say, it's a like hack. A code. It's more of a, a an, an expression of button presses. You know, it's it's a pattern. It's not a hack. But if you put in the Konami code to the S3 in emergency mode, it basically will unlock the whole phone, even if it's like encrypted and stuff. Uh, the Note 2 and the iPhone also have this vulnerability that basically lets unauthorized users bypass the lock screen, even if it's like I said locked. Uh, what you do is go into the emergency call, and you, like I said, basically put in the Konami code. You gotta like put in some some button presses and volume ups and downs or whatever it is, and then uh, you hit the power button. And if you're successful, when it comes back up, you should be at the home screen. New lock needed. So this is I think a somebody should make a hack and not an Easter egg. Called the game genie. Wait, what? Wait, wait. Whoa, one at a time. What, Eric? Whoa, sorry, Ann. Whoa. Eric, my I 
I think somebody should make a hacking tool called a Game Genie, and then you can just do all this shit through there. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. And it made you put in like the codes, like you got to work for it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. You wanna you wanna own this phone? You, you really wanna A B A B. You really wanna own this phone? Now, what did you say, Ant? Sorry. Well, I mean, oh, was this an, an Easter egg or is this an actual exploit? Is this a feature? Is it like I forgot my passcode? No worries. Just go into emergency call mode and like get around yeah. it. It's cool. I mean, I could totally see some, you know, developer that's just having a a fun moment, so to speak. Do either, neither of you guys have the S3. That's Seth, right? So we, yes, we Seth. haven't tested this. My friend has an S3. I wonder if we can get this to work on his. That's kind of cool. You oh, hit emergency call button, then you hit emergency contacts button, then the home button, and then the power button. And if you do it right, when it comes on, there you go. Bada bing, bada bang, eh? No problem. <laughs> so here's what I don't understand is, is this the iPhone and Galaxy Note and Galaxy S3 but not other Android phones. Like, what do what does Samsung and Apple have in common? Mm, yeah, that's allowing this to take place because it maybe doesn't hit Apple the S. Did it first, and Samsung copied it. That maybe they're like that is <laughs> a that's a cool feature, bro. Can I see that? Hey, what is that? Let me see that. I like your code. I like it a lot. But yeah, that's interesting, right? Like, what is what is the common denominator here across platform that is allowing this? Because the GeneX not affected, the Nexus Four not affected, as as far as we know. Well, I think the emergency call feature is a. I, I mean, I think it makes sense and it's a good feature. I don't know if that's it's pr- since every phone has it. I think it's probably a requirement by some U.S. law. You think it's like an FCC thing? What's that? Do you think this is an FCC backdoor? <laughs> no, no. What I think it is, is, I think it just illustrates that um, when you when you open phones up to, you know, when you lock something down and then you create, you know, a backdoor, if you're, you will, you're not making it more secure, right? Exactly. <laughs> so you know, I, I'm sure that there's since all phones, all smartphones have this feature the emergency call feature, there's probably other ways to get into a phone just using that. Using this is just different one that somebody codes. figured out. Using a different code, that's right. That's a really good point. That's right. It's like it's like entering Android recovery. Yeah, and we right. all know how much of a pain in the ass Volume that button is. down. <laughs> and that, oh man, that's great. Acrobatics with your hands. So did you guys, I can't remember, I'm pretty sure we either talked about this on AOTA or on YATS, but there it came around in the news cycle again about that whole, you can bypass Android encryption and security by throwing it in the freezer, and the idea is that it holds, uh, what is it, the key or something in RAM, and if you can freeze it when it's turned off, the contents of the RAM are preserved, they don't dissipate as quickly. And you can basically use this to get the key out of the RAM, which is pretty cool. But I feel like we talked about this, so I don't want to like cover it again if we already did. But do you guys we didn't talk about it on yet? Did we not? Yeah, we didn't talk about it on AO two A. Well, never mind. Maybe then. you were just talking to yourself. Was I talking about it in my sleep? There's a yes. <laughs> I'm getting the nod. Yes, apparently I <laughs> I was. So, but tell us, tell us more, because I mean, we well, didn't I, talk about I, it. I did. I, I mean, I, I'll tell you. I guess more. It's it's called a cold boot attack. 
you reboot the system, cut the power completely, turn it back on. When you restart, uh, there's usually processes in place that clear sanitize the system memory. But when you cold boot and bypass these processes, the contents of the RAM are preserved. Uh, and you're saying, like it says in the article, RAM is volatile. You lose the data as soon as the power is cut, which is true. But it will retain a certain image of this data for a little bit of time. And the colder, when you keep it cold, it retains that longer so that you can extract uh it says all sorts of sensitive information most notably the encryption key used to encrypt the local hard drive or flash storage so it's called data remnants uh it also so refers is this similar to like um what do you call it cmos uh on a computer kind of same idea well cmos was powered by the little lithium batteries right the little watch batteries mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. But as soon as you pulled one of those watch batteries out, it was vol- like it was gone. So yeah, I guess technically, clean, right, yeah. if you put this, if you cooled that down, that CMOS chip down, I guess technically it, it is kind of the same thing. That is very interesting. That is. I think this is cool, but in practicality, if you, let's say that I stole your phone and I wanted to do this, unless I really know what I'm doing, I would probably need that... Um, what do they call it? Frost? Yeah, the, the forensic uh, recovery of like, scrambled telephones. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the custom recovery. So it's if, a, you know, it's if you guys a go out there, script kitty, right? Like you, you have keys you press that will crack your four-digit pin, decrypt, mount data, key recovery, full search, quick search. I mean, it's all like right there, press button. You're not typing code. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it. You're not gonna you're not gonna steal your girlfriend's phone and you know decrypted or whatever decrypted. the hell you know people might be trying to do <laughs> like jack bauer on 24 yeah <laughs> and if you did why don't you just use the emergency call exploit and not worry even a little bit about this right thank you you're welcome so much easier so much more practical like you said i know that's what i'm saying but uh i'll put a link to this in the show notes since both of you say we haven't talked about it yet and you guys can read more it is kind of interesting how it works so uh, I like and, the I like the illustration that yeah. they show of the little Android picture, yeah, yeah. and then it shows how you... it degrades over time. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man, for sure. And uh, one more good. one more thing on the security tip, and then we'll we'll shift gears. Uh, but did you guys see this new McAfee application control for Android? And what I didn't understand, maybe Eric, you can you can explain this to us. But, like, a lot of us, we don't trust McAfee on our PCs. Like, why would we put it on our smartphones? And the thing I want, I was wondering about is that this says it's the first, or it says it's the only security solution that resides in the Android kernel embedding in the operating system. So, like, what does that even mean? It's just lagging up our kernel? I think that it means that it's a rootkit. <laughs> that it's a backdoor wide open. <laughs> no, I uh... I think that it's I I'm not a I'm honestly I'm not a kernel expert, but just from what I'm reading, it it seems like really that's what it's doing. That's I don't kind know of the definition the right of rootkit, is it not? Gonna I, th- embed I think this so. I mean, it's curl? embedding itself at. Yes. At such a deep layer, it's it's below the um, it's below like the application layer. It's right. It's kernel. The, it's in the kernel. In the kernel. It's in the kernel. 
It says the McAfee application offers Android users protection from the installation or execution of a malicious application on any Android device. And on Jelly Bean, isn't Google already kind of doing this for us? So so it's a rootkit to protect rootkits? That's kind of what it sounds like, right? <laughs> it also provides... It sounds like a protection scheme. Yeah, right? Like real-time scanner type thing. It also provides protection at the application layer for Android users. McAfee's embedded control solution promises tamper-proof protection and superior operational control of devices in the field and promises to make it easier to manage your Android devices. I don't... Ain't no way. I I want no part of this. Anything that comes from a company that you have to uncheck the box when you're updating Java just so that it doesn't install. Like I'm not putting that anywhere near my phone. I'm sorry. I'm just, it's not going to happen. And that's the thing. They're going to have some, some implementations of this. Verizon's going to put it on all of their phones as they come to you from the store. Like you're getting this on their bloatware style and you're not going to be able to get rid of it because it's in the kernel. And the thing is, most of the average consumers are going to think this, that this is okay. But yeah, because it's McAfee and they see yeah. it on their computers. Yeah, they're going to be like, huh, that looks like something I've seen on my computer. Even <laughs> though I've never clicked on it on my computer, this looks familiar, you know. But then once they try to start multitasking and they start swiping screens away and it hangs every time they try to swipe a screen away, they're going to wonder why this, their phone is so slow. And then MG Siegler is going to write a review about it, and we're going to be back to square one. <laughs> right, where I we told started. you Android sucks. Look at this McAfee stuff on these phones. Yeah, Apple would never do this to me. I mean, to us, to you. And I mean, honestly, ah. this is not needed. This it is, is kind needed. of unnecessary, like, all, even right? And all this other crap is not needed anymore. Yeah, you have Bouncer, and then you have the Jelly Bean stuff that I forget what they call it, but the one that scans for apps on the fly. Right. We don't need this. People are. McAfee's just looking at this market and saying, how can we shoehorn how can we get our, into our mobile? into this? Right? How can we get into mobile? Why don't they make something worthwhile? Snowball's chance in hell. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Coming they soon. Make something like Frost. Right? Like, why, why, doesn't, why don't they become like the, the, the mobile forensics, forensics company or mobile something? McAfee, your trusted mobile forensics company. Well, no, let's not let them do that. Let's just let them fund it at least. Sure. You know. I don't, be a I don't want them touching anything. just has a ring to it. That does. It does. I don't, I don't want them touching anything. Yeah, I, have an issue with, I have an issue with their competency. Is that pre or post running on the lamb from the government? <laughs> running on the lamb. Come to South America. Yeah, John McAfee. That's right. I forgot about that. That was last month or so, right? Yeah, that was it was a while ago, but yeah. That's what I was asking. Like, do you trust them yeah. because of that? No, list, this this or? was pre that. Okay, I had already okay. That's lost trust in them before he lost word. his mind. Right. It was long before that, right? Yeah, long before that. So you know uh South by Southwest is going on and Google Glass showed off some pretty cool third party integration stuff with uh Gmail Evernote Path, the New York Times app. Uh does this make you more or less excited for Glass? And? Um, I'm still even on it because it's still gonna be version one. True, true. No matter what you put into this version one, it's still going to be version yeah. one. 
it's still going to be version one. They're going to have to have all of the kinks worked out on the OS side of it and and then get whatever they need to get as far as having applications work. With, Google now kind of seems to have a bigger purpose or an overall purpose for for this whole ecosystem because the way the cards work, right? Like uh-huh. it seems like this was or that was made for glass because everything you're viewing in glass is in the form of this card. So yeah. that it's kind of interesting to see like how that began in now and how it's going to transcend into into glass and it's kind of neat. And I don't know about you, but I use Google now on a practical standpoint, not necessarily for its gimmicky voice controls and things like right, that. Right, it's it's yeah. really practical for me. And I could see Glass using this implementation and, and giving you all of that practicality just at the blink of an eye kind of thing. Right. You know, And Evernote? Again, I mean, Evernote being... Is that... No, I'm not sold on that, no. No. Why it's not, not even a Google? It's not a pure Google product for one. Thing. I was going to say, why not Docs? Yeah. So wh- why do I want to integrate that into this into this version one of it? Because Evernote is quite popular, and there are a lot of users, and to appeal to that, yeah, you know, that's it's a good thing to have, right? It's not the killer app anymore. I don't know that it ever was, but it's it's not something like, oh, this is over here, so I need to get this. But it, it is a nice thing to add to your repertoire. Path? Who uses Path? Like, do do people use that? Yeah, I, I dropped Path uh, last month or so myself. My I pretentious it. Apple friends use Path, and I just couldn't. It was I don't know. I didn't like it. I tried it. I mean, it was it was nice, but it just wasn't <clears throat> enough. Um, like, what's the difference? Feedback or engagement on it? It's just really private. You yeah, well, exactly. Not- and if you're sharing things, isn't the point to share them and not like I'm going to share this with two people? <laughs> <laughs> like that just seems counterintuitive, you know. Yeah, if 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 your circle of friends is only two people, then yeah, it's pretty pointless. Unless, and if you're you putting know. things on the internet that you only want two people to see, you should probably rethink what you're putting on the internet. Yeah, just go if your circle of friends is two people, you should probably get off the internet and go make friends. <laughs> go make some more friends. <laughs> Wait a minute. Note taken. Damn. Uh, note to that self. Go it. outside more. <laughs> That you know, talking looking at the Evernote. Part. Yeah, go ahead. Eric. Looking at the Evernote stuff, I one one really interesting potential that I see here is last year Evernote came out with these Moleskine notebooks that had like little stickers and stuff. And when you wrote when you hand wrote notes in your notebook, you could scan it with your phone. With your it was it's only iPhone still and iPad, but you could basically handwrite notes and then scan them directly into Evernote. So if they did something like that where you can be handwriting notes but at the same time Google Glass is scanning it and uploading your handwritten notes to Evernote proper. Hmm. Like I I can totally see. I mean and that's not what they announced here. It looked like they were doing mainly stuff with Sketch. So like right. taking a photo and then mo- you know tagging it. Jotting notes on it, right. tagging it and stuff. But I can totally see why why Google might be pushing for uh for Evernote to be a partner out of the gate or vice versa um just based on that technology cuz it's very compelling and they haven't even set foot in the Android market with that yet. I do like what they're saying to the developers too here is that they, they like don't get in the way. Don't put full articles if you're the New York Times app just put headlines. Like keep this keep this clean and concise and like quick glance kind of stuff you know like relevant quick information that's that's really cool 
How long the until way to go uh, we for see pop up ads? Yeah, pop up ads. What? Amp? That's, that's the best way to go on that with that with that interface, you know, because you're on the run, you're on the go kind of thing, and you right. just want the quick hitters and maybe the ability, like you said, to use that Evernote or add it to something like a read it later or readability kind of thing. So once you get to your desk, it's there. Yeah. You know? Lots of huge potential for sure. I th- I think this this like further solidifies like I think I've come down a little bit on my excitement like maybe I'm evening out but I look at this and say you know what you know version one or no I want this and it looks awesome you want Granted, version if it one a thousand dollars I don't know that I want it but... you, you want version one that bad <laughs> I I think that this is gonna be amazing well yeah now, I might be sure because but... I wear glasses but <laughs> for a while at least yeah, for a while. Maybe I'll have to start wearing contacts or get LASIK or something. But... I like all the all the articles that came out that were like, one huge problem for glass. You can't wear it if you wear glasses. And then like all of the comments were like, Oh, the LASIK guy's gonna make a bunch of money. Derp derp derp. Seriously. A week later. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, wow. I'm with you, Eric. I'm excited for it, but it's, it, it'll definitely be version two when I get on it. Yeah. Did you guys see, we don't have it in the show notes, but I saw something last night when I was going through stories um, where it looked like there was a like an orange version of Google Glass up on eBay. And at the time, the bid was like $8,000 or yeah, something we, crazy. I, I saw, saw that get up to like $15,000, but then I heard that it was a fake. Did you guys ever check on that? No. No, I didn't. It was just it was right before I went to bed. It was version one That's why I didn't dig anymore. Did you bid on it? <laughs> <laughs> that would be maybe. No. I like one of the comments here. It says, Wow, path integration with Google Glass is big. It combines a service nobody I know uses with a product nobody I know will own. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> ah, pessimistic nerds. Says the poor person. I know, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt non-nerdy people will buy it. It's so awesome. It doesn't matter. If it's, you're reading it, The awesome Verge, you're concept. probably a nerd. <laughs> 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 well said, Sandy Nuts 538. <laughs> well said. What a name. I know. Uh, all right. Uh, in some obvious Android news, did you see this article on the Huffington Post? It's like, new Android phone trends look for in 2013. Guess what they are? Bigger screens. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> really? <sighs> they had this it all was... wrong. It's Bluetooth. It's all about the Bluetooth support. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I like the comparison of Android and iOS to the voice and American Idol. I know. They start out with, what, one, two, three paragraphs before they're like, oh, and Android, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? I thought I was reading an ad at first. I was like, is this an ad for the voice? Like, what is this? I think I just think Jason Gilbert loves the voice. That could be, right? Jason Gilbert at the Huffington Post. Wikipedia that. <laughs> Wicket, does he love the voice? Google now that. Hey, Google. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, like you said, Matt, this whole thing is just too obvious, man. It, it makes me wonder what's going on with some of the 
journalism today. Would it know? blow your mind if Android did a complete 180 and made their screens smaller? <laughs> like, yeah. Man, it Come should on. The, this is this is this article reminds me it makes me think of like his editor or somebody came up to him and said, "Okay, we need a story like this." Uh and he just googled around for some story from 2012 or 2011. It's the same crap we've seen. It's bigger screens, faster processors, the latest version of Android. As now, if Moore's does... law is all of a sudden going to just stop. <laughs> like, oh, oh hey, no. our, our our processors aren't getting faster anymore, guys. They're actually getting slower. Well, yeah, I don't I I just I don't get it. He does throw a curveball in there with TV control, but yeah. I'm sorry. Infrared emitter, that's what you're saying is going to be big in 2013? IR? You really? must be touched in the head. Seriously? I like I, that he, he throws in the Howie 6.1-inch Android smartphone. Oh, uh, shit. A 6.1-inch Howie. Huawei likes to do, like, they'll they'll show stuff off at yeah, these it, that events. that was CES. But then I don't really ever see them come out. I don't ever see people using them. I only see people using the ones, like your girlfriends. Right, exactly. Like it, Whatever. We should not be reporting on the phones Huawei puts out because they all suck. <laughs> and so, they all have Chinese backdoors, allegedly. Gauntlet thrown. Uh, they, he mentions Key Lime Pie, as uh, Google does every year, usually at I.O. announces a new version, perhaps. You know, Matt, I was sitting here today thinking, you know what, I, I need to be getting some writing done. But I had writer's block. And started thinking, you know what, I could easily just start writing about smartphones, but nobody wants to hear about the next quad core processor that's going to be in the next phone. Do you feel like it's all been said and at that point you're cheating? Are you cheating yourself and your readers? You know, it's so obvious, man. I'd, I'd much rather not have anything pressed today than to just reiterate the same stuff that readers already know right now. But see, Especially that's the that's geeky all... readers, you know? Yeah, but that's also a testament to how we work. Like, we're not under the gun having to put out five articles a day or else. You know, we can write as we please. So we don't... I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a little different. But still, if I had to, like, I, I like to think that I would come up with some cool, uh, intuitive, original content, not just rehashing predictions from 2011, you know? But who knows? Maybe I would. <laughs> let's, check, let's check the comments here, because that's usually where the truth comes out. The truth will always <laughs> come out in the comments if there are I believe are I any. saw lame comparison used. First, first so. comment, what is the point of the really lame analogy? My first comment is Jason Gilbert equals paid Apple shill. <laughs> iPhone equals American Idol. Android equals The Voice. The dumbest analogy I've ever read here, and that's saying something. Yeah, that's, that's, that right there is what I'm talking he about. He has man. haters, though. Like, right under that, it says Jason Gilbert is the dumbest tech writer on the net, all caps, like he's yelling. Jesus. Yes. You're, well, it's all the that. same guy. Androids are better. Com- yeah. I think that he's probably a, a Windows phone shill if he's comparing these two phones to quite possibly two of the crappiest shows on TV. Tra-la-la-la-la. <laughs> It's not good. No, I do enjoy the Zoolander screenshot. Yeah, yeah, that is a nice. 
I'll take convoluted analogies for 100, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) What is the Huffington Post Android section? Oh, man. That's. All right, let's uh, let's talk about this. This is kind of cool. An article uh, from adage.com entitled, How SwiftKey Gets Millions of Android Users to Buy Something None of Them Need. Uh, this came out of a trip to... Says the Apple shill. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. McDermott, is that true? <laughs> but um, this he was at a, a, an announcement at South by, uh from the SwiftKey CMO Joe Braidwood. Uh, and this article came of that. They are one of the top Google Play apps. And if you think about it, it is funny that we already do have a keyboard, and if you wanted to, you really could get by with it, especially now on Jelly Bean with gestures and predictions getting better. But that's not the point. Everybody on Apple that says, God, I hate this keyboard, I wish I had another one, that's the point. The fact that we do have options to have another one, even though people pay four bucks for a better it's an app you use every day, all day long. Everything you're inputting is keyboard driven. So four bucks for that I mean that that seems like a non issue, you know? I'm gonna hold I don't my understand why people are so afraid of choice. Seriously. Choice is bad, Eric. <laughs> uh, Dear God. Sorry, Ant, go oh. ahead. I mean, they do make a good point. You you have a keyboard that comes with it already that is pretty advanced nowadays in, in the OS. Yeah, so it's gotten much saying. better, but so has SwiftKey. Yeah. Or yeah. Hacker Keyboard or one of the hundred other keyboards that hopefully aren't keyloggers out there. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing, though. I'm one of these folks that, that shelled out that 4 or $5, however much it was. See, I'm know. a smart shopper. I waited till it was 99 cents, and then I bought it. Yeah, it was. I had already passed that, uh, <laughs> and finally jumped in on it. But it's worth it, though. I, I I don't feel bad about that purchase. It's really made a difference in my uh, keystrokes. Yeah, know? your productivity. I you mean, know, when the, I'm I, until the Android four point two keyboard, I always used something else like SwiftKey or Swipe or something like that. I think that the Jelly Bean Android uh, keyboard with where it has like the swipe like capabilities. It's a great keyboard, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't like say that SwiftKey is wasting their time by trying to make a product that they think some consumers might like. And surprise, surprise, they're one of the top apps in the Play Store, so maybe people like it. I well, let me let me ask I, you, Eric, since it. you like that particular stock keyboard, you use those gestures, or or do you just use the prediction? I don't use prediction anymore. I used to when when SwiftKey first came out, they like they did like a free beta where you could like download the APK. Like that was it was I think that was when I had my Evo, my original Evo. Um and I used predictive then. Nowadays, I actually like the gesture typing. That's my main way of typing, though I don't think that I don't think Google is quite there yet um as far as like the the quality of predictive or not predictive of gesture typing that swipe has, but it's pretty close. So close enough to the point that that's what I use for my daily. I find myself using the stock Jelly Bean keyboard on my Nexus 10 more just for the swiping because it's easier to hold it in one hand and swipe with the other than it is to type on it. 
Um, but on my on my phone, I'm still using SwiftKey, and I I don't know. I I switch between the two. Sometimes I I gesture. Sometimes I just type. Sometimes I talk to it. You don't know. It's because you're sensitive. I know. So we have long, <laughs> long fireside discussions. Maybe my maybe you talk to your state. phone about Frost. Maybe <laughs> that might be a, might be something to look into. So we love third party keyboards, and we're glad we have them. Yeah, quit whining. Yeah, quit writing silly articles. Mr. McDermott. Mr. McDermott, if that is your real name. (laughs) (laughs) So did you guys see this article on the Business Insider entitled, Android Owners Aren't Real Smartphone Owners? (laughs) Man. We are not second-class citizens, I swear. I did not see this. Where was this? Is this in the show notes? Uh, Did I not put it in there? I don't know. He oh. probably didn't because I posted it pretty late. I on, must um, have Google forgot. Plus. Let me put it in there for you. Please do. I will load it up. It's right there at the bottom. It's real short. It says, compared with iPhone owners, Android owners are less likely to shop with their phone, use it to browse the internet, or watch video. Why? Why do Android owners even bother buying smartphones? Probably because they don't actually buy them. Well, they do, but it doesn't feel like it. It's very easy to walk into an AT&T, Verizon, or Sprint store and walk out with a fully subsidized Android phone. Want to know how easy? Do a Google search for free Android phone sometime. I just did, and amid all the offers from Carrier, I even found this ad from Domino's Pizza. Free Android smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so awesome. A phone and a pizza? I know, right? Like, <laughs> I'm in heaven, and the phone comes with the Domino's app so I can actually order more pizza? I, I swear, man. I, I, it's an I didn't phone. see the article. I saw the, the video that was talking about the article, and and, and he went on and on and on. It, as you look into it, it talks about video consumption on Android devices. They, they use some third party called Ooyala What's for that? video content? Yeah, you tell me. I've never heard of it. I don't maybe I'm not watching enough video on my Android yeah. device, but I've According never heard of this company. According to Ooyala, you know, most of their their views are coming from iOS devices. So nobody on Android is watching video according to their stats. I don't um, even you know heard of YouTube. Huh. <laughs> yeah. What's YouTube? You know, it, it it's it was such an asinine or article, and and it came off of um some of the the sources come from all things D, and I was a little surprised to see that. Hmm. Hey, they can't all be I like winners. The comment. What comment? You mean Android users are normal people? Yes, agree. <laughs> the good news for Google is that normal people is a big market, much bigger than gadget freaks. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. I, I that's the first time that I I think I've seen, uh, you know, Google being portrayed as the normal choice, and that Apple being for nerds. Yeah, that's I, true, right? Usually, it's the other way around, isn't it? Right, right. Yeah. It sort of reminded me. Part of the the rant reminded me of. You remember when Instagram finally came to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The ghetto <laughs> trash. To- yeah, yeah. 
like, oh, now it's on Android. All that we're going to see is bologna sandwiches on my you know? <laughs> Hot dogs and bologna sandwiches. <laughs> Here's a picture of my grilled cheese. Yeah, what? I filtered it, so. Uh, I don't awesome. really see the problem. Like, I don't, I, I understand where the, where it's the an artificial um, author problem. is coming from. Eric, it's, hmm? an, it's an artificial problem. Well, yeah, and that, it it is. I like. I I just. I don't get it. I don't think everybody has to live in their phone to be called a smartphone user. You know, if you want a phone that can surf the internet, do you guys remember what surfing the internet was like on like the old candy bar and flip phones? It was yeah. about as good as it was on my old Windows Mobile phone. It was. I. It was terrible. I don't even want to think about those days. <laughs> it, it was, was so terrible. But I mean, how so many why, iOS folks are really? For... Eric, you first. No, no, and... I don't want to. Okay, and please. I'm, I'm how, how many iOS people are actually on their phones surfing the web? Like most smartphone folks, they're using social apps. media apps and other apps. That's true, know? right? Like when I when I need to open Chrome up on my smartphone, it's like a last resort. You know, it's yes. like I can't. I can't do something in an app, so I guess I have to open Chrome and wait a sec and then do my thing. Like it it's totally how it is, right? You do yes. you go to the Facebook app or do you open up Chrome, wait a sec, and then go to Facebook.com? Like I mean, right. come on. There's no way. It, it it's it's asinine. <laughs> And if you try it, you'll see why, because the mobile experience, even on Chrome, on Android, if you go to plus.google.com, the Google Plus app is much, much better. Same for YouTube, same for Facebook, same for probably everything out there that has both sides, you know, a web interface and and other. I'm going to start utilizing Ooyala. Going <laughs> to That's do what? what? Do. What is? I don't even still know what this does. Can somebody I, I am please? I'm on their website right now. What Power, are they? Powering personalized video experiences across all screens is their tagline here. What? Um, YouTube? Hold on. I don't understand what you're saying. Isn't that um, what YouTube does? Am I? Crazy? I sort of thought so, considering that it's it's on every computer screen, it's on every phone, and it's now on a lot of televisions too. There's this know, neat I, thing called Watch History, and in there is everything you've watched, every single thing. <laughs> but oh, now is this hey, talking? You guys think that I can still get this phone from Domino's? Maybe is this offer still good? What kind of pizza is this? This is a good ad. I, I wonder if Domino's just sponsored this whole article. <laughs> <laughs> that would not surprise me. Right? Like, oh, man, I could totally see that. Listen, guys, people don't know about our HTC phone. The HTC oh, Domino. Man. What is Delicious. that? Is that seriously the name of the phone? <laughs> no, I just made it up. That, the that HTC Delicious. Their naming schemes are so brilliant, I could totally see it being the HTC Domino. I mean, just who was who was complaining a couple weeks ago about the the phone with the little that had I think it was like the Verizon logo or the HTC logo or something on it. What that, if it had a Domino's logo on it? And you pressed and like it, and it ordered button. you pizza. That would be so awesome. Bring it God, tied into your GPS. I want it. it tied into my glass. I just want to blink, and pizza's like at my door. How long I until that happens? Fatter. Right? How long until that happens? 
You ah, got me there. I Sign wanna, me up. I want to be thinking about wanting to order pizza in the near future, and then I want it to happen. It's hey, business, in, business Journal Insider, whatever you call Domino's, thanks you right now. I know, right? <laughs> like, how much mind share are they getting? Just, just that's from the us. only thing that's going to stick with me from this article. Is that is Domino's? Domino's pizza? <laughs> is that I'm totally going to order a pizza after this show now? I'm going to do it while I'm doing this show on my smartphone with the app. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant, Eric. Tell us about the patent application. For backside, yes. backside control to devices? Uh, yes. So Google is has they to control your phone by rubbing its backside. Ooh. So not only is it sexist, but Whoa. it's – I don't even Whoa. know that this is the original idea. Do you guys rubbing remember it, the P- PlayStation Vita? When you say rubbing yeah. it, like what do you mean <laughs> – like you know, a, a gentle, a gentle stroke, sure, or a or gesture, a light tap, a gesture. gesture, if you will. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it, it's one of the. It's going to be one of those things, like the PlayStation Vita, where you know you're doing stuff on the front of your phone, and for some reason, like maybe you have to confirm something, or I, I don't, I honestly, I don't even know how they would use this. Is this like I, the I, first controller that came out with the trigger buttons? What was that? The Super Nintendo? It had L and R on it, but moved to the bottom. That's what kind of this is. Yeah, it's like the N sixty four. Okay, it's it's. Like, I understand this now. After playing with this, awesome. But yeah, it, so that's the idea. It's that it's bringing the controls to the back of your phone as well. Because I mean, your hands are there half the time anyway. You're holding your phone. Why not? So. Why not? Yeah, why not? That's I think that should be the the motto of smartphones nowadays. Why not? Why not? Put, you want to control your TV? We'll put an infrared uh, thing on it. Why not? Hey, HTC's new new tagline. Why not? If Are you if you look at Figure One, why and- not? Look at how how you, yeah. how people are holding that phone, and I, I just I just picked up my phone off my desk and dropped right it. Just 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 natural, you know. That's how I naturally hold my phone, according to this picture. You know, I sh- I need to hold, I hold this it phone like this. I don't that when I'm some when I'm typing. Kind of, well, I mean, the thing. My point is, how are people going to gesture if they're holding the phone? What like if you that? have a six point one inch Hawaii? Holy crap! You gotta hold that thing exactly like this. Okay, that does make a difference. You gotta hold it with two hands, like this. (laughs) This is—I don't know—is this cool? I can't tell anymore. Maybe I am getting old. I'm not buying into that. You know, I I, I could see why it works on the PlayStation Vita. You have both hands on the device, and you're because it's a freaking controller, right? I it's, can see why that works on that. I don't see why this works on a candy bar phone. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. And, I mean, it says in here, and this is, I mean, it's early. This is like patent f- filings, you know. But it says that uh, this could apply to other future devices like tablets, ebooks, Chromebooks, or whatever. So who Tablets, knows? yes. I, yeah. I can see that. I, oh, think, that, I think that this is, if this they has could, potential to do stuff, but, I mean, there's, it's a pat. It's a patent application for God's sakes. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. If they can just go ahead and put like an XT9, like a dial pad on the like that would be, that would be useful. Be, that would be a cool. little ten key. Like- could I get a ten key right on the back there? <laughs> just like do 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 do. That'd be awesome. 
actually is a guy. <laughs> I know, right? The nerd says. Ooh. Well, if you think, like, maybe you're, you know, when you're reading an article or doing something on your phone, those uh, notification comes comes on the screen. If you could just swipe it away by gesturing on the back of your phone, I mean, that might be that might be cool. I mean, they're they're looking at ways that you can control the phone without having to, I guess, use two hands or you re, you know, rearrange how you're holding. Yeah. It. So I, I whatever potential. I don't, should they, should they be able to patent this? I don't know. You should patent seems- everything just in case. I mean, Eric, why not? Yeah, I'm I'm patenting that that Domino's button as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Legal Zoom. <laughs> oh God, okay, I can't. Is there uh, anything else before we do app picks? Is that, is that are we have we sufficiently covered the week's Android news? As is our tagline. I I want to throw something out there. Did you guys Please. look at the article? The Samsung Galaxy Pop. No. You should look at it. I'm looking at it right now. It makes me hungry. Whoa, it's, it's orange. A, it's an orange phone. I don't okay. understand. It's an orange me. Galaxy S3. That's it. That's all right. But it, like I, it reminds me of a Tic Tac. Is it for the hunters? Because it's like hunter orange. <laughs> Is this so your phone that, doesn't get mistaken for a deer and accidentally shot? Yeah, those girls look like they're hunters. They do. You're, they they look like Sailor on, Moon. <laughs> Sailor Moon. Hey, the one has racist. more of the deer look. That was racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I said they look like Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. racist, man. <laughs> no, it's... Have you ever watched Korean. Sailor Eric? Man, you are racist. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Okay, so are you getting a Galaxy Pop for yourself, or what? No, I just, I kind of want to lick it, but that's about it. Kind of, right? It's like a Jolly Rancher. I see what you mean, Orange Tic Tac, okay. That's my favorite color, I'm for that. Makes one salivate. I'm kind of drooling now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad that I I could close this out on a high note. My apologies. Well, yeah, I do appreciate that. And for that high note, you can go first on App Picks. Eric. Woo! Give us an app pick, okay. Eric. Okay, so I, I searched the website. So if we already did this one, screw you guys. The website must suck. It's okay. We have 73 episodes, this being 74. I think it's time we start revisiting old app picks. Well, this would, this, this would definitely be a recent one. <laughs> have you guys played The Simpsons Tapped Out? No. No. Oh. I don't like games like that. I normally hate games like that. This one is is actually quite fun. Um, it's I I don't know what to compare it to. I think it's I haven't played SimCity in God knows how many years, but I'll I'll throw it out there. It's like it reminds me of like SimCity. It's a city building type thing. Oh, the really? premise being that Homer did something and blew up the entire you know city of Springfield, and there's nuclear waste everywhere and stuff. So you're rebuilding it, and it's it's just I think mainly most of the appeal comes from the character the IP that's being used because it's all pretty standard freemium. You can buy donuts to help make things go faster or whatever. Um, but there's you know it it has that Simpsons humor and it's like a fun vibe to it. Um, so I I would actually recommend 
that if you if you like The Simpsons or if you've liked these types of games in the past, just download this one and check it out because it it is quite fun. Now, with with it being owned by EA, will I actually be able to play it here in the future? Considering they don't have any servers running right now. Wait, what happened? Is EA down for the count? (laughs) Well, you know, with the whole Sim City release, nobody's been able to play because the servers couldn't handle the load. Are you serious? Never underestimate Sim City. Yep. Yep. This is by EA. Ah, crap. Okay. There well, goes your yeah, boycott play, from Final for. Fantasy, huh, Eric? <laughs> I know exactly where this is going. Screw you, Square Enix. I will say it again. Oh, yeah, I'm it wasn't EA, huh? Always on DRM crap. It was Square Enix, not EA. My fault. But this is. No, well, man, see, right? I would like to install it, but I've I've uh, boycotted The Simpsons many years ago, so I'm out of it, too. Why? Yeah, well... If for those watching the broadcast, you'd see I have a Clemson shirt on, and during one of the Simpsons episodes, uh, Lisa was saying, "You know, I'm I'm going to be going to the best public college in the state of South Carolina," and Homer yells and says, "Woo, go Gamecocks!" That's the rival to. Oh, I my see. School. So this. So yeah, he hit me in the heart right there, and I haven't watched him since. I'd like to be empathetic to what you're saying, but I I can't understand you that connection. I, I don't get, get it. it. Sports ball logic <laughs> is that what awesome. it is? I've heard of such a thing. I've never actually witnessed it. Yeah, it's been I don't know eight nine years now since I've watched him. Wow, yeah. you you hold a grudge. Hey, man. I, Note I to self: Don't tigers. piss and off. Never Go Gamecocks. We have a name for the show. Go Gamecocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do that. You won't see me on this show again. <laughs> oh, I'm going to put that to the test. <laughs> no, better yet, Aunt Pruitt's, Aunt Pruitt says, Go Gamecocks. <laughs> well, and now that Eric said it, it's uh, legit for the, the title. All right. Right. I'm getting this, this episode transcribed. Okay, Aunt Pruitt, Go Gamecocks. What's your app pick? He's leaving. Look at him. (laughs) Oh, we're just kidding, Ant. You have to understand that we don't understand how how seriously this is like hurting you inside. So just take it worth a grain of salt. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep myself censored right now. Uh, Anyway, the app is called Air Force Light. The catch is for Google TV. I was on the site, I believe it's called Google TV Friends. Yeah, Google TV Friends had recommended it to me. And it's essentially like taking the Nintendo Wii U experience hmm. where you get your smartphone or your or your tablet. I use my tablet. I didn't use my phone. And you install Air Force Lite, and you also install it on your Google TV. And the game looks like, I believe it was, what's that old game, 1938, where you're flying airplanes. And, 1942. And, that's it, 1942. And or 1943. It's very, Classic. very similar to that, but you can you control your airplane or air fighter, whatever you want to call it, with your mobile touchscreen. Oh, that's cool. One finger drags the, the plane up and down, left and right, and another finger fires the uh, the rockets, missiles, or what have you. And it's really, it's really fun. I, I played it maybe a good hour or so. Um, me and the hardheads this past weekend and until my TV died, I would have still played it a couple more times just to goof off. 
they have a light version, um, but they also have a paid version. I believe the paid version is two bucks for the app. But it only works if you have a Google TV or smart t- Google smart TV. Your TV died. Yeah, my DLP the bulb blew out, so I got to get a new oh. bulb. Bulb? But we talking like cathode ray tubes or like vacuum tubes? What are you using? I, did you not hear me say my DLP? I don't know what that is. Digital light. Oh, digital light protection. Uh. Like the projectors. The RGB? No. <laughs> uh, I'm just picturing our friend used to have this old school big giant TV thing, and in the front <laughs> were the three lights that project it. Like, that's, yeah. I just keep picturing yeah. that. No, no, I remember those. It's okay. not that. It's, it's not, not that, that old. Okay. Come on, man. <laughs> say, like, just put a new candle in the Your back bulb just burned out? Know. Like, that's some pretty good life. No, well, I mean that's the thing. It's it's if you see those projectors they use in in conference rooms and stuff, it's yeah, the yeah. same bulb, right? The exact same bulb. Um, but I I just put a new one in back in December before I had surgery because the the original one blew out, but now my replacement is blown out, so I got what's, an RNA uh, on it. What's one of those costs? One of those bulbs? Uh, now you can get them for like fifty bucks. Oh, that's not too bad. I I was thinking yeah. like way more. They used to be about. They used to be three hundred. Yeah, it used to be about three hundred dollars. It's a good investment. Hell's yeah! I don't need to buy a new TV; just get a bulb. That is key. All right, uh, my app pick. It's called Tweetcaster. It's the new Twitter client I've been using. It looks awesome on tablets, so you see here. Also, looks cool on phones. And the thing I really like about it is, if you're on Wi-Fi, it just streams the new tweets. I know that's part of the new Twitter uh, API thing they enabled. So if you're on the new version of this. It'll just stream your tweets in if you're on Wi-Fi, which I think is pretty, pretty dang awesome. And so you mean no widget. auto update? I mean, it's no manual updates for Tweetcast. It just automatically updates it. That's what you mean? Yeah, the streets, uh, the tweets just come in, and there, okay. there's their widget on the phone. And the phone interface is a little different. It's not as obviously spread out. Uh, and they have the best logo. <laughs> the yeah, I used to have Tweetcaster a long time ago because the Amazon App Store had it free for for a day because it was you know part of their free paid app for a day. And I've had it for a long time ago, but I just haven't been back. What are you using instead? Uh, Falcon Pro. Uh, haven't tried that one yet. I like Tweetcaster. I don't know. It's fast. Yeah, Tweetcaster was nice. It was. So that's the app pick for this evening. Very good. Did you guys see the the thing with um, uh, what is it, TweetDeck, where like they're shutting yeah. down um all their apps? I think we talked and about that, that last last episode. Yeah, we talked about well, that. Yeah, on Falcon is one of them. They lost. They they only got a hundred thousand tokens, and basically no one else could get it unless you know some more tokens got freed up. I feel Twitter. like that happened back in the day on the first OG Droid when I was using TwidDroid. And something happened, and they shut down, like, access, and in its place, they sent a tweet that was like, this isn't going to work anymore, but you should try our official Twitter app. And everybody got, like, super pissed off about it. I remember I, that happening. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like Twidroid. That was, like, the first one I ever actually paid money for. But, yeah. All right. Yeah, well, one time, Falcon was, was trying to tell folks, if you're not using our app anymore, go deactivate it from the Twitter Because <laughs> you're page. using up our, our residual uh, API yeah. calls or what? Yeah, basically. Wow. 
Yeah, I this is what Twitter's doing is is really strong. I don't, know, I don't think it's I don't think it's good. It's heavy handed. Yeah, but they've been going down this path for a while, and it almost seems silly to me if you're a developer to even try to make a living doing a Twitter app. Like it's you're just gonna get pushed out, you know? It's it's not worth it, it seems. Yeah. Or you can just yeah. do like the other developers and start making your own yeah. new social network. Yeah, those are starting that's to pop hard up too now. though. That's really hard too until you get the critical mass adoption where it's useful, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, all you need seen, is two friends. We've seen many die. Uh, yeah, like Path showed us. All you need is two. All right. I well, go eight, outside more. I know it's time to go outside. Go outside and get some new friends. That's your homework for the week. <laughs> all right, Eric Ant. Thanks. It's been a pleasure as always. Welcome. Likewise. Thank you. AttackTheAndroids.com. Subscribe on iTunes, write us a review, leave us a message, 406-204-4687. We appreciate all of the interaction on the Google Plus community. Submit stories throughout the week, and we will look at them there and leave witty, funny comments about them, as we tend to do. Smart asses. And you can also email us where, Eric? At show at AttackOfTheAndroids.com. That's right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. We'll see you tomorrow for Yats and Thursday for the Smartphone Photographer Hangout. Sweet. It's Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids dot com.